0: Testing, testing. It's that time again. Oh, the Daily Time Ticket welcomes another guest. Everyone's like, yo, Osney, when's the next Time Ticket coming out? And I'm like, it's coming out right now, baby. Sooner or later, we're going to get advertisers. I don't know when or who, but if you know anybody that's interested, you, you know the Daily Time Ticket has an Instagram. and Let the Instagram messages blow up with, with the advertisers that want to give me 50 bucks for... 10 episodes or something that's 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 the idea 50 bucks for five episodes whatever they want me to read i'll read it that's the idea for the advertisements that's what i have right now sooner or later i'll make shirts i don't know when and uh yeah maybe stickers you know the daily time ticket is uh it's it's for you guys and if it makes me a little bit of cash I won't be too pissed off about that. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, today a good friend of mine, the one and only Matt Howell. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I love talking to Matt. We talk about fights, we talk about uh, his his current crew his uh his not his current career, but he he does do some work for it. He volunteers as an EMS and firefighter and he's done some work in that line and you know, I respect the hell out of him for it because it's, it's something that has to be done and it's it's something that not a lot of... Actually, I learned a lot of people are going into, but without I don't want to get too much into it right now. So, without further ado, please welcome uh, a man that goes by many names. You can call him Moe, you can call him Matt, you can call him Maddie, Maddie, Maddie H, Howler, the Howl. Uh, his middle name is Lester. You can call him, yeah, you can call him whatever you want, but my favorite thing to call him is my near and dear friend. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Matthew. How? <laughs> How the hell are you, Matthew? Ladies and gentlemen, today Matthew Howe joins me in studio with the lovely Mesa at his side. That's his that's Matt's wife. Matthew Howe is a longtime friend. How the hell are you, Matt? How hey. you been?
1: Good, Austin. How are you?
0: I'm I'm fucking I'm having a great time doing the podcast working. My harvest is over, but potato harvest is really in swing now and you get to hear all the freaking trucks around you know, all i hear is jake breaks all day on the highway that's yeah, oh it's so annoying dude it's rough but this year's coming to an end everyone's hoping it gets a little bit better <laughs> had a rough year dude did you have a rough year everybody everybody i know had just not a great year it
1: wasn't the best but nothing too hard
0: you bought some new toys though oh yeah you bought yourself some new toys you buy yourself a lot of toys, actually. I used some of your toys. I used your kayaks. Yeah, it was a good time. That was made myself. Year. Made me want to buy a kayak. I ended up buying a kayak. You did a nice one. Yeah, oh, dude. Old <laughs> Sally, old Sally, dude. Let's <laughs> just say old Sally's gonna do me good for the next couple years of my life. I'm gonna be. I'm a. I'm a water specimen now. I, I'm not scared of the water. I'm not scared of the water as much
1: anymore. Is that why you still have the life jacket?
0: Uh, As much. I'm still scared of water. (laughs) I still have a fear of water, but it's not as prevalent as it used to be. You're not scared of water? Dude, actually, you are, like, you're a fucking manatee in the water. You are a beast in the water. It is strange how aquatic you are. You are part (laughs) frog, sir. Been in water for quite a while. Like swimming. How did you get so good at being in the water? Come Get a little bit closer there, because it's not really picking you up.
1: So... Pretty much my dad when we were living over in Rose area, Rose Ponds, and we'd go over there and just swim. Biggest thing, go snorkel and catch little salamanders or the crawdads, and we're down there. So that's really how we got to be decent at it.
0: How old were you?
1: Probably started about
0: eight or nine. You started to swim? No, I started way before. Did your dad just throw you in? He's like, All right, I mean if he floats, if he sinks, well it's up to him now. <laughs> that's what I remember. My mother said it was
1: mommy and me classes, but
0: You remember him just throwing you in and going like this is his his <laughs> this is his manly trial. That's how I remember it. <laughs> that's how that's how I kinda learned. I was just kind of thrown into deep water and next thing I knew I could or I couldn't swim. You know? And it's <clears throat> it's terrifying. You Have you ever been near drowning? You are almost drowned? 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 Twice. Really? hmm What was the first time like?
1: The uh, first one was at, I think, Jensen's Grove. I was messing around on a knee board, and you have a strap that you strap around your knees, and knee boards very unstable, so I flipped over and couldn't get off. The second time was up at scout camp. I got stuck in a that way too small of a kayak, and couldn't get out of it very easily
0: and it flipped over two things well with you you were talking about first i want to talk about it's kind of how scary it is the feeling of drowning do you remember the the feeling you had when you were about to drown did you lose consciousness at all
1: no it's just nervous it's like wow this isn't cool (laughs) this (laughs) isn't cool this isn't cool
0: I was thinking, Holy shit, I'm about to die. <laughs> but there is a certain calmness that came about me at the end that I just accepted my fate. I was at, that that's the place where I was that's my that was the end of my story. I I didn't make it any farther. And I accepted it. I was like, My life ends at the Blackfoot community swimming pool. That's where I thought my life was gonna just take take the finishing, you know, the last hurrah. And secondly, yeah. Ah uh, shoot! What, what did you say? What were you talking about? You were talking about so knee boards. Mm-hmm. You were oh yeah, Boy Scouts. You hear a bunch of Boy Scout. The Boy Scouts filed for bankruptcy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, dude. All all of the sexual assault cases bankrupted them. Mm-hmm. Ain't that crazy? That is some. That is some shit. <laughs> did you were you in Boy Scouts? Did you do Boy Scouts ever? It was the church kind, but I don't know if it's can. Is it different?
1: Not sure what they consider it. It scouts. I don't know if they could. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm
0: now. I'm really glad I didn't do scouts. <laughs> I'm kind of. I'm kind of pissed because I don't know any knots. Yeah. I feel like having knots would have been very handy, especially in my line of work. Every once in a while, I go, "Damn, I wish I knew," you know, something else other than like a regular ass shoelace knot. Like the way I tie my shoelaces, it's very juvenile. Like I just keep making knots. <laughs> I just as, as soon as it's tight, I'm good. That's all that's all that's that's all she wrote. But you you're like part sailor, dude. I bet you know like eighty five knots.
1: No, I'm terrible at knots.
0: You're not good at knots? No. Dude, actually, Matthew, I brought you on here for a reason, and uh, the people are probably thinking, what, what's what's Matthew's deal about? Because he always brings people on, and he wants to talk about one of their uh, hobbies or careers or professions. And something that you are actually in that I find very interesting is the EMT field. Mm-hmm. and. hmm I, I'd like if if you could, in your words, describe how you got into it, some uh, ways that people can get into it, and if you have any advice for people to get into it, just, just just as a beginning.
1: So the biggest reason why I got into it is my father, he's a paramedic and a captain of the fire department in Blackfoot, so that's the biggest reason why I got into it. Um, it was all one day when I was really thought about it, and I decided I wanted to try and Start doing that. We were driving on the interstate. It was a snowy day, and we saw a car on the opposite side of the interstate flipped over and rolled over, and people were still driving by. So it was up by the lava rocks between IF and Blackfoot. So we went. My dad went through the where you're not supposed to go, the middle the, part, you know, in the middle part, and went over to the other side. And we went over there and got the people out of the car and waited for the Shelly QRU to get to the scene and. I mean the people were okay, luckily, they had their seat belts, but that's what I was kinda like, you know this is I like it being able to help somebody on the side of the road or helping people is a really good thing to do,
0: and have you been doing it for a while, or is there is there have you been taking classes to become an e m t is it so <clears throat> you you explained this to me a while ago, actually, but I think it'd be cool if you could explain it. So Blackfoot's such a small area where mm-hmm. in bigger cities you have people that are specialized in EMT and, and being a firefighter, mm-hmm. whereas in Blackfoot it's different, right? Yeah.
1: So at least in Blackfoot they run ambulance and fire service, and they kind of split up the shifts on when they do uh, – if some people do firefighting one week and then they have some do the ambulance the next, so it's a little bit different where sometimes we're like in Idle Falls, some people I know up there – if they have their paramedic, they're kind of strictly a ambulance. Or if they have their fire operator for the trucks, they're going to be majority of the firefighter. Unless they need help, they can still. But then you can get in really big cities. A lot of times, the ambulance services are bought out by private companies. Or not bought out, but are used by private companies.
0: Because in Boise, I remember we did all of the generators for the ada county fire and ada county emts and they were two separate mm-hmm. companies but they had like fucking 20 stations in 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 the entirety of nampa nampa eagle meridian boise i guess Eagle. I mean, those, yeah. dude that place is there's a lot of, there was <laughs> a, a lot, lot is what i'm trying to say there was a lot of firehouses and oh yeah i think it'd be really cool you know, I, I i just it just sounds cool you're yeah. you're pretty much a superhero yeah. without a cape
1: You could say that.
0: Yeah, it'd be fun, but at at times I can. Is there? Is there? Does it take a special human being to do that job? Is there anything that you think that people need to have if they think they want to go into that job?
1: Um, I would say that they. The best thing to be in that job is you're in it for the job. You're not really in it for the money. You're not. You know, it's your career. You want to be there. Cause it'll take a toll on you. I mean, I know that. I have. I don't know statistics or anything, but I know that the suicide
0: rate for firefighters and stuff is fairly high. So I mean, is it's it fairly is it higher high. than dentists? Apparently, dentists are like super high. Mm-hmm. A, it's a weird statistic. I'm not yeah. sure. I'd have to actually look, but I know it's fairly high. Good thing we have old man Google here right next to us. Give me one second, man, and I'll give you give you that answer. What job has the highest should I say death rate, suicide rate, suicide rate? Say. I, I get, I guarantee you, it's dentists. I don't know why, but dentists are always. Let's see here, number one, construction and extraction. Never mind. Shit, that is. Why did I always hear it was dentists? <laughs> That's so dumb. Let's see. All right, all right. So, what would you, what would you put? Um, protective service. That's that's cops. Production. So top ten goes construction and extraction, installation, maintenance and repair, arts, design, entertainment and sports media. That one's kind of weird. Transportation and material moving. Truck drivers, production, line workers, productive service. I don't know what that is. Farming, fishing and forestry. 8. Building, grounds, cleaning and maintenance. 9. Architecture, engineering. 10. Food preparation and serving related. Hmm. There's not really, I don't see where Dude, you, we don't even break top 20. Hmm. That's crazy. Still though I can see how terrifying it would be running into a fire and then just seeing all the rabbits on fire and the deer just running everywhere or you have to go into a house and you've missed a kid or something yeah oh dude so are you more geared towards uh firefighting or emt i know you have to do both but is there one that you have a preference for
1: i like them both i mean i've done like i said i'm not i haven't gotten a job there but i've done volunteering (laughs) stuff so i've got to do a little more on the ems side which i like because you get to deal more with the public but I mean the firefighting side you get that adrenaline rush and it's that you get to use training that you practice with and I haven't done too much other than a few brush fires with that.
0: How does one go about uh, becoming a volunteer for firefighting or EMS?
1: At least how it worked in Blackfoot is they just have a an application where they're doing and my dad's kind of the head person of it right now, but he's got people in there that they're doing trainings every week and they can come in. Um, I started doing it technically through what they called the Explorers, which was actually a Boy Scouts program that they used to. <laughs> 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 Don't you
0: love it when stuff comes uh, together? Uh, I love it when uh, shit just, <laughs> just meets together.
1: So Explorers, basically, that it's a thing for kids to do and to go in, or go in to do stuff with the careers that they might want to do. Hmm. So with that, I was able to get my CPR, and I was able to actually do an EMT class through it. So I was able to do that and then do training for firefighter every week. And so it hasn't been as fun lately because COVID hit and they haven't let people do the training coming in. So been a little can, can you
0: run me through a training for a firefighter? What, what that is usually like?
1: Just depends. They have different practices. I mean,
0: what been, was the funnest one you've had?
1: I enjoy doing the combat challenge that they do. It's something that they do to get hired on first. It's where they do, it's physical activity where they do, it's about 40 meter, or 40, four stairs, or what do you call it? Flights of stairs. Flights of stairs. Do four flights of stairs that you have to go up, pull up a 100 or 50 to 100 pound uh, hose line, up, or not hose line, but a roll of hose up. Then you go down, then you have to hit the Kaiser, which is this little platform that you have to stand on and hit a weight. It's probably about a 100 pound weight, and you have to hit it across then you go pull a charge line, and you have to spray water. Then you have to drag, it. I think it's a 180-pound dummy, 50 feet. So doing that's really fun, and I enjoy doing it.
0: That sounds fun. It is. I think running upstairs would be, like, I run upstairs. You can't run.
1: What? Mm-mm. No, because running is considered, it's more dangerous, so you have to actually, you can't run throughout this course. You have to walk. And you have to complete it in seven minutes, too.
0: But, yeah, you have to walk. That's dumb. Are you doing this in gear? Full bunker gear. Oh, okay, Casey, that's why, because it's a little bit harder to, yeah. to run in full gear. No, full. it's
1: more dangerous. You know, your gear and slide. Meaning, mean, a fire, you're not going to be running. On you're a previous a
0: episode, shout out Carson Barnum. Uh, he was actually a volunteer firefighter, too, and he, he told me the prices of firefighter gear. Mm-hmm. That, oh, man. It's like three grand. Oh, yeah. I mean, the
1: apparatuses, like, like fire engines and stuff, are crazy expensive
0: dude I, res- I respect firefighters like I-, I will say I respect the hell out of a firefighters that might be the coolest profession of all like a thin red I I, I- there's a lot of uh hate towards cops right now but I- and the- there's one there's one line of, of uh, defense that doesn't get any hate is firefighters like you never hear of a firefighter doing a shitty job yeah <laughs> you know he's always doing firefighters are always out there just kicking ass and saving people. Yeah, they got a trampoline and making people <laughs> jump down on it. That would be the funnest thing, honestly, yeah. just waiting at the bottom of a building, waiting for them to <laughs> just jump on that trampoline. Yeah. I've seen some pretty messed up stuff for firefighters, though.
1: Oh, what? There's some interesting stuff.
0: Do they show you bad things that can happen when you're a firefighter just to kind of be like, all right, let's see what you get. Do you, you think you're mad enough for this job? <laughs> this is This is what can happen to your face.
1: One of my favorite things that they showed was one of the – firefighters there he was doing uh they're talking about doing trainings on bailouts out of the windows and he had a video that he showed us on and it had some music to it and it was pretty crazy because you know they the fire gets active there's no way to get out they either have to jump out the window they have to get either a ladder from a truck or up there or they just jump i mean if they've got to get out of the heat because they can't be in there with that too much, much. yeah so they bail out i mean, I might have to show you videos. pretty interesting. But.
0: Have, you, have you ever, I know you, you said you've just done brush fires, but have you wanted to be in a house fire and, and save people there? Is there a lot of that around here? Because I feel like out here mainly the firefighters are fighting more like the fires that have happened up by ISU or just a farmland fire. There's
1: house fires, but luckily around here um, when there is a house fire, a lot of times it's not, the people generally get out. So there's really not a lot of that, at least from what I've seen helping them. Every once in a while you get someone who does get stuck in there, but luckily a lot of times people are able to get out. So more or less it's trying to prevent that to either, because the way they say it is life over product, or like life over your your house. Yeah. So the first thing they're going to do is try to save life, and then they're going to try to stay, start saving your property. But they're not going to risk their life to save property. So, I mean, if they can save up your property or do, then they can try, but a lot of times it's a little more of a lost cause, especially with how houses are built more days. They're not fire-friendly as much. And they're more flammable. They just burn up quicker.
0: Like they're more flammable. <laughs> yeah, well, you and know, They're made out of shittier materials.
1: Well, you know, you know, old house, I've got the big support braces instead of just a bunch of smaller ones. That holds up a lot better than the smaller ones do.
0: Everything is made of concrete. Things old as hell. You got asbestos in there. Yeah, asbestos, <laughs> non-flammable asbestos. You can't even. You can not even try to lift to get those houses on fire, dude. <laughs> How old those things are? It's been, man. It's old ass houses. <laughs> I want an old house. I want an old haunted house. I want a haunted house. I want to go to a haunted house. I don't want to live in a haunted house. You just recently moved into a place.
1: Actually. About a year ago.
0: Yeah, you're having some house troubles, aren't you? A little bit. You sent me a Snapchat, and you were crawling underneath your house. You're having house troubles. You're not crawling underneath your house if your ha- if your house is fine. You're having house troubles. What's going on, man?
1: Well, just some old plumbing need replaced. That's about it.
0: How are you replacing it? Well, what's going on? Is it sink? Is it mainline?
1: It was just shower the sink, or the shower and sink going down. Just had a plug in it and took out all the old galvanizing. Put the new ABS stuff in it to kind of update it.
0: Is the ABS that plastic? The black plastic, the plastic pipe? Are you using shark bites? No.
1: Man, you got to use shark bites. Shark bites are for like, well, I don't know entirely, but they're more for like your, uh, I can't remember what it's called.
0: How are you a homeowner? <laughs> 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 you don't know, even you know what it's called, bro. Come on. Why
1: well, don't use it? Pex.
0: There you go. Pex? Pex pipe. Uh, yeah, that's what I use. That's what I usually, always used when I right. was fixing houses. Yeah. Always use that shark bites, dude. Yeah, that's you, what you ever had any? Shark if you bites. had anything, anything that was broken, Pat pat cut that thing off. Put some shark bites in it. Yeah. Connect it. Boom, you're ready that's to for go.
1: PEX not ABS.
0: Automatic brake systems. What? ABS. That's I what said PEX Or ABS. I just flex my pecs. <laughs> 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 Man, I have a good time when I talk to you, man. Let me tell you something, okay? Let me tell you about the, these fights last weekend, though. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, baby. Some, some, There's some damn good fights coming up, okay? Let's, 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 let's run through some UFCs right now. I know we're going to talk about it professionally a little bit more, but you know the, these things tend to go fast, and then the next thing I know, we're over. But this is something I want to cover with you because I know you're a fight fan. Oh, yeah. And it's very hard To fight and fight fans So I think Maybe your input Will be good Alright First of off First off Israel Adesanya Paulo Costa That shit Was crazy Dude I did not think Costa would go out Like that no. I thought he was Gonna charge him What no, the hell He
1: was, I don't know he was not fighting what he usually does. Like yeah, he
0: didn't. He didn't. He didn't bull rush him. Stand up no. there and straight. Start throwing bombs at him. That's, that's what, what I
1: thought was going to happen. That's exactly what Dana White said too. I was really surprised he kind of acted scared. But I mean, Adesanya did have a good fight. But I don't like how cocky. That guy Dude, is. <laughs> Adesanya
0: is. Uh, he he's just he's that next level champion. He is? He's that next. He's like Khabib. He's like yeah. freaking Figueredo at at flyweight. Yeah. He's like uh, shoot Volkanovski. I mean, I guess Volkanovski though yeah. he lost I that last lost fight against him. Holloway. He, he did, did not deserve to no. go back go home with that belt. It was close, but I would have given it to Holloway. <laughs> I would have given it to Holloway easy. Mm-hmm. And dude, next month. That one, ooh, baby, I'm excited for that one. There's some good fights, man. It is the best time to be a fight fan. Khabib Mm Gaichi, ooh, ooh, baby, I don't know how that's gonna go. It all depends. You'll be able to tell how that fight's gonna go the first round. Oh yeah. If you watch the first round, that's all. Gaichi gets
1: punches in and keeps going hard on him. I think he could win
0: if he can stuff a Khabib takedown. Yeah, that's when you're gonna go. We have a fight on our hands. <laughs> we have a fight because if if it Khabib gets a takedown and he right away takes him down, you know what's going to happen. He's going to get mauled. He's going to well, get that right. Russian hand tie and just start beating the shit out of him. Yeah. It sucks. And we got a brand new light heavyweight champion, Jan awesome. Oh wow. Dude, you look like Jan Blakowicz. <laughs> you got the same face. I could say that. You've Got Polish power in you, man. <laughs> <How? laughs> you Polish? You Polish? Norwegian, yeah, Norwegian in
1: you.
0: Eh? How Maybe is so. Norwegian? I how doesn't sound Norwegian. Uh, it's on my mother's side. Oh, okay. Still, dude. Let's see awesome. here. Let's let's keep running down. All right. So who do you got for light heavyweight? So mm-hmm. now you give the winner of Thiago Santos versus uh what the hell is that old guy's name? I forget his name. He's a Brazilian. Got knocked out. Ah, uh, he's a jiu jitsu guy. Man, what I always forget his name? Damn it. Old guy. Ah, uh, he's gonna he's going up against Diego Santos this I think next weekend. It's I uh oh, blah blah blah. I don't know you're it's uh shoot, somebody's listening to this going like, It's it's this guy. It's it's fucking this guy. <laughs> but I can't remember. Dang it. Matt, look it up. Look it up on your phone. Matt's okay. looking it up on his phone right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll we'll get this information out to you. Don't worry. You're probably out there right now doing your harvest. Here's a here's a quick message from the Daily Time Ticket to people doing harvest. Uh you know, keep doing what you're doing. We uh we appreciate your work and we know it ain't easy, but someone's gotta do it. That's why Idaho's the best at it. Did you find it? Did you find it? My
1: phone's not loading.
0: Oh, come on, Matt. Yeah, give me a second. I will look it up. Thiago Santos versus he is going up against Glover Teixeira. Glover and Glover's old as shit. I have no idea why he's still fighting, (laughs) and he. I think just based on what Thiago Santos did with John Jones. Thiago because Thiago fought that fight with like no knee everybody should be incredibly just just freaking blown away that that man was able to even keep John Jones at bay without a knee and you go down a weight class actually you go down two weight classes you got Kobe Covington dude <laughs> Kobe Covington's just causing a ruckus down he, there he took out Woodley really well well Dude, Woodley's thirty-eight. I know. I like Woodley. Woodley's old. He's I think really he's done. Yeah. I think I think Bellator is the thing for him now. That's yeah. that's where he's headed. Him and I hate to say it, but Cowboy, I think Cowboy's headed to yeah. to freaking Bellator here and That one makes me sad. Yeah. But here's the fight you make, right? Here's mm-hmm. the fight you're making at for for Kobe. Kobe Masvidal that's the next fight, like that. I guarantee that's the next fight, and then you give Usman, uh, Gilbert Burns, and I'm pretty sure Usman wins. I don't know, but Burns is a hell of a grappler.
1: He's done really good in the last few fights. Burns is
0: a, he's he's a really good jujitsu guy. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that might give Usman some trouble. Well, he so, worked Woodley too, Rope. dude. He he demolished Woodley. I know. Woodley had no answer for anything that he had for him. No, he worked him. Yeah, so. And now, so you enter those, and Masvidal-Kobe is interesting. That's a hell of a fight. partners, right? Yeah, they were old partners. <laughs> they used to fight at ATT. I think it was ATT. But that's a really good fight. And I think, dude, that's one fight I don't know who wins. I oh, don't know.
1: I wasn't too impressed with Masvidal against Usman.
0: And I think Kobe would do the same thing Usman did. Yeah. I think that's exactly how it would go down. But, you know... He, he didn't we, have we any could, time to prepare. We could be freaking Monday morning quarterbacks all we want to be. You know, you mm-hmm. don't know what happens until you get in the cage. Because yeah. maybe Maserati just gets a freaking yeah. big old bomb in there and bam, that's it. Yeah. That's all she wrote.
1: And then he had, what, a week to prepare when he went up against Usman? Two yeah, weeks? he had a
0: week to did that shit on Some a week's mean. notice. So that's how you know you got a bad man on your hands. Oh, yeah. So that, that's that overall, that weight class is insane, dude. That I I love that weight class. That weight class all the weight classes are so much fun right now. Maybe I think the maybe the least interesting weight class, it's either Flyweight, but flyweight has, there's some good guys coming up. There was a really good flyweight fight this last fight, this last card. It was the first fight on the main Mm -hmm. card. And those guys were, they were were fast. They were throwing (laughs) bombs, dude. That spinning elbow that knocked that dude down. You're like, holy crap. Like the
1: first minute, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, dude. That was insane. There was so many punches thrown. Like you couldn't even tell who was throwing what. It was like a freaking anime fight. Mm -hmm. It was an anime fight. I had it was like you know it's it's for the it's for the cards it's for the fights that you don't want that you're not watching the card for that always get you you're always <laughs> like holy crap this is why i love the fight game it's so much fun and i've 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 thankfully been watching fights so long that now i am seeing the fighters that were once really good starting to not be good and you're like <sighs>
1: Oh, this, is, this is why,
0: <laughs> dude. Cowboy, man. Every time I see Cowboy, I'm, I'm always, you know, you're always rooting for him. You always want him to win, but yeah, you, you know him so much. Up you on know
1: McGregor and that lasted a
0: minute. <laughs> he went out to shoulder strikes, dude. Oh. I was, oh, I was so sad. I was I was building him up because I knew it wasn't gonna last long. <laughs> I knew deep down if I was a betting man there's yeah. there's two different sides of me. There's there's me if I'm betting and there's me as a fan. There's people you yeah. wanna see win. Like if I was a betting man, I would have taken Nadasanya all day. I knew he was gonna win. Yeah. But you wanna see Costa just start throwing bombs and just mm-hmm. freaking make it a fight for the fans, you know? Oh yeah.
1: Well they they hype up those main fights so good. Like I mean heck like you said McGregor and Cowboy.
0: Cowboy fight. You were like, that one was dude, so Cowboy's a man. Cap- Cowboy, dude. might he might just take it to him. He's the <laughs> all-American. <laughs> he hyped Whiskey. that one up
1: so good. That, yeah, that one fell short.
0: <laughs> I think the UFC should give you royalties for building up some of their fights to you guys. Because, <laughs> dude, just the fight game in general. Did you watch much boxing at all? Are mm-hmm. You much of a boxing fan? No? No. Boxing's actually really fun to watch right now, too. Boxing in the heavyweight division. Some hammers. Dude, there are some beasts in the heavyweight division. You got, top of the pile, you got Tyson Fury, Mm -hmm. the Gypsy King. Dude's a beast. Amazing. Then you got Deontay Wilder. I'm pretty sure they're going to have their third fight because the first fight was a draw. Second fight, Fury took it to him. He figured out how to beat Wilder. Mm -hmm. And then Wilder came out. He comes out with these crazy, like, outfits on before the match starts. So he was wearing this. I don't even know what the hell it was. It was, it was, it looked weird. He was in it, it weighed like 50 pounds. So when the fight, when he got his, when he got his ass beat, he blamed it on wearing that costume. (laughs) He was like, dude, I was tired because I was wearing that costume the entire time when I went on my walkout. But like you knew, deep down, you're like, dude, no, you just, you got your ass beat. Wasn't prepped for it. Yeah, you weren't, you weren't ready. And then you got Anthony Joshua up there too, the, the British guys, freaking beast. And far from Joshua, Andy Ruiz. He's a Mexican guy. Oh, you hear that? That sounds weird. Give me a second. I get it. Get Adjust some levels. Honestly, when I adjust stuff on this thing, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no clue what I'm doing. Like people, I've had people when they come in, they they think I'm I'm some type of whiz with these things, but I have no clue what's going on here. I just if it sounds good, it sounds good. If it doesn't, it doesn't back to and now and now that we've we've covered the <laughs> fight game <laughs> i wanted to i wanted to at least cover it you know because dude it's such a good time to be a fight fan i'm excited for heavyweight in it. heavyweight let's see stipe jones Fran- got stipe francis first
1: you think they'll do that instead of jones i think mm. so too
0: yeah or front or
1: francis and jones
0: that'd be a good one here's what i see happening okay let me give you the osne down the <laughs> Osney, the osne the old osne what he thinks is gonna happen I think it's gonna be <coughs> it's gonna be Francis versus Stepe first because Francis you know he just deserves that title shot
1: he does he knocks everyone out yeah
0: dude it's crazy oh, he he's the most terrifying human being he is so <laughs> scary what he does to people oh, yeah. that Rose and strike fight oh
1: what was
0: that like? A minute? So No, Not dude, it was like twenty <laughs> seconds. It was terrifying. He you just bull that. rushed him and fucking threw bombs. Yeah. And he'd been doing that all for his, his entire career. That's all he'd been doing. He'd been going up to guys, beating the shit out of them, just throwing hands, and then the guy was out within the first minute. Except Stipe. Except Stipe. That's what's that's what's awesome about Stipe, dude. Steepe can Stipe can, Stipe can bang. Stipe can fucking bang.
1: That's what that Cormier fight, he took some hits in that one. Gave some Well, that's what him.
0: people were thinking. That's what people thought about that Stipe fight the first time around because he was like maybe six months off away from that, that Francis fight. Like, he mm-hmm. took too much damage. So when, you know, Cormier got a fight, a, a punch in there, his health bar was pretty much low. on low already. So when he got hit with something good, just, bada a boom, just hit the right button. Yeah. But I think it's going to go... I think Stipe's got to get through Francis one more time. And Stipe is already the greatest heavyweight of all time.
1: He he's he, something
0: he's, good. He's defended the belt more times than anybody already has. And, he I mean, he just he has a solid game. That first fight against DC mm-hmm. was beautiful. He was getting his ass beat, made some adjustments, and he started hitting those body shots. Those body shots were beautiful, dude. Mm. So nice. Like a uh, yawns against... Ray's. Oh, did you see Ray's awesome. side? Oh and I, I saw it too. I was like, dude, there's something up with Reyes' side. My brother's like, no, you're crazy, there's nothing there. And then he like saw the, the giant yeah. welt or whatever <laughs> the hell that thing was. It was bad.
1: It was real think, bad. I didn't think Jan was technical,
0: but that was technical. <laughs> Polish power. Dude, Jan's a beast. I don't I don't know who I okay, I mean if you give him Thiago next.
1: I heard Jones might come back down.
0: Dude, Jones was. I don't know. I know Jones is fun to watch and all. He's easy. He's a big attraction to the sport, but I'm getting sick and tired of John Jones.
1: He's been there forever.
0: Like, dude, we get it. You're the greatest of all time. There's probably nobody that can beat you, but you're kind of annoying now. You just keep getting in trouble. You keep getting DUIs. (laughs) <laughs> Fucking stop I'm I'm done watching you I'll still watch the fight If he yeah. comes back I'll watch the fight But like It's just getting annoying I just want to see Stipe
1: beat, beat him down That'd be good
0: I don't think Stipe can No No I think he's got a good Stipe's chance Stipe's good Stipe's good Stipe's real good I'll, I'll, I think I think Stipe Could probably give him Four very hard rounds Yeah But I don't think Stipe can finish John I think John might have ran away from the light heavyweight division because there's a lot of talent being pumped into that light heavyweight division. Yeah, well,
1: Reyes almost beat him. He was right there. If Reyes would have so pushed him, so was Thiago. It, yeah.
0: Thiago was right there. Thiago could have finished him.
1: Yeah.
0: If he, if I think if his knee would have been good, Thiago would have had a really good shot at going taking him out.
1: I didn't see Thiago's
0: fight. There was uh, there was this there's there's been just a bunch of light heavyweight guys coming in and it's like damn you guys are scary johnny walker mm-hmm. john did you see johnny walker's last fight he finished that dude with those elbows Ooh, <laughs> that's a scary man i mean uh, he has kind of a glass chin though so once he gets hit he'll be done no. but if he can get those elbows man's unstoppable and then there's this other guy i don't know his name but he has the weirdest style like I think you, I think I, think you were watching it and I was watching. It and I was like, this guy is the weirdest freaking <laughs> style I've ever seen. Cause he's just like, he's like dancing in front of him. Mm-hmm. The hell is his name? I don't, I, I You know, I might even him. gonna look up his name, but he's, oh. he's 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 one to look out for. He's a fun one to watch too.
1: The oh. one I'm excited for next, and they said they're giving him a top ten next month. That one guy, Kazmat. Yeah,
0: Kazmat. Kazmat Chum- Chumayev. Dude, that dude, he might be the real deal.
1: Three fights in sixty-six days. He's knocked out in the first three rounds. I mean, round. they're
0: giving him Damien Maya next. Damien's so old, though. Oh, Damien's really old, I don't think Damien can eat one of those punches. Not anymore. uh uh-uh. because but you know, you never know. Damien could, could take him down. Damien could take him down. Damien could take him down and just start manhandling him. That's good. what Damien does. Yeah. If if he if Damien can get his hands on him and just start grappling with a guy, that'll really show you, though. If yeah. that dude manages to beat Damien with grappling, then, then you know his grappling's legit.
1: They've said he
0: has a great ground game, but you've never seen you it. You don't see it because the... Du- First round. That dude, he's the next dude. Yeah. Next it's such Gregor. a good time to be a fight fan. <laughs> That's all you can say. Yeah. Like, we... we I, I, we, we can hype up these fights to people as much as we want, but all, all we can really say is just even just watch a fight night. Because mm-hmm. some of those fight nights have been incredible. They've yeah. been so good. Just the fights are putting on, my
1: last favorite? The one who won the title for, I think, Featherweight or Bantamweight?
0: Uh, uh, Peter?
1: No, the not Peter Jan, the one that was below him. The Figueredo Brazilian guy, yeah. When he Figueredo. beat the crap out of Benavides.
0: Benavides. That's such a sad story, though.
1: Yeah, you, you like Benavides, so.
0: Not it's not that I'm a fan of Benavides. It's that that dude has had, like, eight title shots. And never- he's <laughs> lost every single one. Talk about being the bridesmaid and never the bride, huh? Yeah, that's rough. Imagine getting, like, he's legit had eight title shots. I might be stretching a little bit, but it's in that neighborhood, like, a lot. The, he's probably had the most title shots of any contender ever. But Absolutely. I'm excited for the flyweights because Cody Garbrandt's going down. Yeah, Cody Garbrandt and the number two in the flyweights is a Mexican guy, Brandon Moreno. <laughs> Brandon Moreno is a stud. Yeah. There's, there's a few good Mexican fighters, dude. Yair Rodriguez, I think he's fighting next month, too, against Zabit Magomed Sharipov. That's a good fight. That's a real good fight. Because Zabit, he's another one of those fucking Russian guys. <laughs> those neckbeard Russian dudes are terrifying probably the scariest force in the UFC is all the Russian neckbeard guys a lot of them I think that
1: last guy that fought Saturday not so much
0: you know Stipe is the only American champion left yeah Usman is he he claims Nigeria but he's yeah Yeah, he's technically American because I think he wrestled in the States too yeah but he's claiming Nigeria. Still, though, like Steepay the only American. You know, you know how awesome that ties into to this conversation. Stipe is a legit firefighter. American, he he's a full time firefighter. Mm-hmm. Probably the greatest story in the UFC is that he works a full time job, and he's the baddest man on earth. <laughs> That's that's how you know firefighters are too legit to quit. That's how you know they're fucking badasses. Are you going to do that, Matt? Are you going to start fighting? Are you going to be a, a badass firefighter slash UFC fighter? Doubt it. Just do it. Just <laughs> fucking fun. go for it. Why be not, fun. dude? Why not? I mean, your knees are bad, but... <laughs> true. <laughs> Very that. true. <laughs> Other than that, what's holding you back? Mesa? You holding Matt back? Sounds Probably. like yeah you you don't want him to compete anymore you want to get his pretty face all messed up That's right. <laughs> matthew tell me tell me about tell me about the the times you've you've been called out while you were an e m t
1: so some of the good ones I've had is I've been on a couple full arrests
0: okay. full arrests <laughs> cardiac arrests Oh, they were re- like, dude. All right, when you say full arrest, man, you're thinking like a cop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> is it cute to arrest people
1: as an EMT? <laughs> no, cardiac arrest, which was interesting. It was fun because, you know, you do your CPR class and you have to learn how to do CPR and perform it the right way and everything. Yeah, and
0: and, uh, you have to, the Bee Gees. Ha, 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 staying alive, <laughs> staying alive. And you got to do the, uh, you know, the, oh, the okay. heart stuff That'd to that, to that, yeah. 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 Is that right? Is that what you're supposed to do? Did that song?
1: No, you're supposed to get. I think, just supposed to get the heart rate up. I can't remember what the beats per
0: minute is. No, but you gotta do it to the beat of that song, to the Bee Gees song. <laughs> no. Does it that not matter? It do you know I have to do that? No. Have you seen that episode in The Office when they, <laughs> when, when they do that? <laughs> They're doing the ha, ah, and then Andy just starts singing the song. <laughs> see, that's what I would do. Someone's dying, and then <laughs> I just start singing the song. It's a great song. Wow. A couple of them. How many? Well, how many is a couple? Two. Well, You've uh, been on 2
1: There's Isn't very many, but
0: still, though, dude, that's terrifying. Yeah. That'd be so scary. So, yeah. like, what happens? So. I don't know if you, if you can talk about this because I know you know HIPAA laws and all that, but like say it happens, do the guys are going all right, all right, man, it's your time to shine, get out there, wow. or they do they walk you through stuff, or is yeah. it first guy there has to just get it going? So
1: majority of the time, especially if it happens, so you know, the person there, make- so the person there, um, you know, person who finds the person who's having cardiac resters there, they call nine one one and they didn't. They put out the call. A lot of times the uh, police are the first ones there, so a lot of times they start administering CPR first. Um, generally, then, about uh, sometime later, hopefully pretty soon, depending on where the area is at, the ambulance will show up. Uh, majority of the time, depending on where you're running at, the uh, paramedic, who's the higher uh, medical person, he's the one that kind of takes charge and tells people what they need. You know, hey, start hicking up the monitor and the, your. Leads. Your leads up, and then, yeah, have somebody start doing CPR. You have somebody doing air, and he's the one that kind of points out to do it. And then generally, he'll try and get set up so he can start doing IVs to, for certain medications to give. Just depends on they're the ones that decide. So on the ones I went, he, we got it set up, got him put on a flat surface to get him, because you want them on a flat hard surface so you get good compressions. And then you know he just told us, hey, get in there. Start doing CPR, and that's what I did. You know, we did it back to the ambu- or back to the hospital. One thing that they always said is, nobody dies in the ambulance. They know, die at the hospital. So no matter what, we you keep doing it. Until, that's like your motto. Their motto is yeah. to just
0: don't let them die here. <laughs>
1: well, yeah. So I mean, that's more or less just saying, you know, we don't stop, and because paramedics can call death depending on what your reg- your rules are in the area. Most time, a doctor has to call death so like i said instead of just do because they don't call it they just say you know just do it until you get back to the hospital and then hospital take over and then they decide what to do from there both ones i was on i did it from clear from the accident clear over to the hospital
0: damn so i must get tired
1: one wasn't very far away one was
0: one was pretty far away they're all they're all i'm assuming pretty elderly people
1: They were, sadly, unless somebody finds them right away and start compressions, the survival rate is
0: minimal. I was going to ask, you know, when you have a an emergency like that, you usually have somebody, you, you think somebody's there to yeah. call and be like, hey, she's yeah. down, come help her out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm chilling here. But if there's nobody around, I mean, yeah. uh, do you get – the monitors, those those life alert ones, do is do those are those actually used around here or?
1: Yeah, they are. I've never been on one, but generally, that'll if they hit the button, it'll go, and I don't know entirely how they work, but yeah, it'll call. But pretty sure so they just
0: call nine one one and then yeah, it connects them straight to an operator.
1: Or I think it's more that it tells it, it sends it to them, and then it kind of gives them the address, and so they can send because you can't always
0: talk. So Oh yeah, you're gonna be having a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, I'm at uh seven fifty nine West, one fifty north. <laughs> box to with you. Yeah. So
1: but yeah. I mean generally a lot sadly, a lot of times it's unless somebody sees them go down, the survival rate's very,
0: very low. Very low. Oh, man. See that's that's what scares me. That's what I think would be terrifying. Showing up, I have not seen many dead bodies in my life. Thank the Lord. But <laughs> I think seeing a dead body, man, it it. This is the best way I've heard something like this explained. It was a long time. It was by a comedian, by Bill Burr, and it's he he's explaining when you watch like a fucked up video on the internet. Mm-hmm. Like somebody getting decapitated, or somebody dying, somebody. The one website. Yeah, Yeah, you know when you run the gauntlet, right? If anybody's ever interested in running the gauntlet, (laughs) it's a terrifying thing to do. You know what? I'm I'm not gonna explain it, but (laughs) uh, actually I'm gonna explain it so people cannot just go to and be like, I don't know what it is, (laughs) because it can happen. Uh, The when you run the gauntlet. It's uh, it's like twenty videos. The worst. Videos. Yeah, the worst videos on the internet you can find. It's like people getting run over by trains, mm-hmm. Mexican cartel to, uh, executions. On it's fire, bad. Yeah. It is, it's like, like dick cheese stuff. It's gross. It's it's the nastiest stuff you can possibly see. So the, it starts with the first video. It's nothing, something not that bad, and then the very last gross. video. It's like, holy crap, you know, and. Uh, a way I heard it explained is when you see a video like that, I think you got to think of your soul mm-hmm. as like a whole picture. And then when you watch a video like that, uh, a a pixel gets taken away from your soul. Mm-hmm. So like I imagine see just walking up on somebody dead that's taken away like a chunk of pixels <laughs> yeah. like i said before i mean the thought is for at least what they've told us is you know they don't
1: die there I mean, most likely they were but my biggest thing and it didn't phase me at all which was kind of nice biggest thing which i mean sadly you know i got there i got to use what i've been trained for i mean you know got the adrenaline pumping and everything that i trained for you know that's what i put into action and that's what i was doing I mean, and that's. So I mean, you, can, you can. It was fun. Do what, what mean, your, exactly your training goes in. Yeah, got to do what you trained for, and it was it was fun. I mean, that's what you signed it. up yeah. for. It's what you do, and it was yeah, hard to say, but enjoyable because you had to use it. You're, it's
0: do. it's that adrenaline, man. Yeah. It's the adrenaline that runs through you. Like, hu- Humans want a rush. Humans want to be in a like. There's something about. Just being in a state of like being in a zone,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it, that and it's just fulfilling. It's why I go to the gym. It's why I do jitsu tournaments. It's why I do podcasts. It's like people
1: jump out of a plane for shoes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> dude. I don't know if I could do that, but I can see the I can see the appeal. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be really fun. Mm-hmm. Shit, no, never mind. I could do that. I want to do that. <laughs> 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 just do- it's not very hard to change my mind on things mm-hmm. <laughs> like I've 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 had things where I'm never gonna do that well maybe no it'd be pretty fun <laughs> it'd be pretty dang fun so yeah no dude like I I, I respect I respect that field uh, plain and simple mm-hmm. you, you know, there's, there's 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 certain fields in this world that you can only go I'm glad somebody does it Yeah, and it ain't me cause well. I cannot I could not I don't have the the mental fortitude nor what do I think I could handle the smell of walking <laughs> into a of like a house and there's just somebody dead.
1: My dad had an interesting one.
0: See th- <laughs> I'm gonna stop you because I don't know if you can say this stuff. <laughs> no. Yeah. no. Well as as you don't say it. <laughs> Well, we're gonna move on, okay? <laughs> Matthew, tell me, tell me about what you're doing right now. Tell, tell me about what you, what you see yourself doing in the future. Would you like to keep become more, uh, more involved with the EMT? That's my
1: goal, ultimately. Sadly, it is. Well, not sadly, but it's a very competitive market. Is it? For jobs. Is there a lot of people going into it? I've tested for Pocatello three times or twice and i have three times each time i've been there there have been over 100 people plus i've tested with blackfoot four times i just i test for blackfoot mainly just to get practice in for testing because i can't really get on there because of my dad because they have nepotism mm-hmm. so i can't get on there so but sadly but i mean it's still good practice for testing but i've been on pokey and if and I lost last I was fairly close. plus
0: candidates. Mm-hmm. Holy
1: crap! Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah, you know, they start out doing the civil service test and then they do a physical test. So,
0: holy crap! Mm-hmm. How how so? Then how do they how do they judge who they get? Is it is there a physical aspect to it too? Or will they only take the people that are?
1: No, well, they have to pass it, which is the biggest thing. And I mean, they they. I'd, they picked people who probably have the best times or at least close to times where they've at least scored good enough and then they do an interview but the biggest thing is they have to pass it which like I said you have to pass that combat challenge how in under 7 minutes how long is
0: the like the shit, that's what I'm looking for. like the worded test
1: so it's called a civil service test the one in Blackfoot was only about 50 questions it wasn't a big one theirs is a really old test from like back in the 80's um, pokey and IFs are more up-to-date, I'd say. I want to say Pokey's was 200 questions. It started out with, I want to say, 50 true or false. Or not true or fa- Yeah, true or false. And there were some aptitude ones, like, what would you do in this situation? Which I hate those ones. And then they have what j- is your, kind of your common why you sense hate, Why question. do you hate those ones? Because there's so many. It could be this one, but it could be this one. It's just you got to pick the one which is the most right. Mm -hmm. They're all right, but what is the most right? Okay.
0: All right. Yeah, Yeah. they're kind of like, gotcha. Yeah. And
1: then the last part of it is like common sense questions or stuff like that or math equations and more critical thinking questions.
0: I'm going to give the people some advice right now that I was told a long time ago and I think not enough people here common sense would take you a long way in this world <laughs> well,
1: you can have as much book smarts as you can but I mean common sense is
0: takes you better. it takes you a very long way oh yeah and spe- especially in my field too as a mechanic mm-hmm. hey this is moving too much <laughs> it shouldn't move this much what should I do to not make it move or this isn't moving I need to make it move <laughs> <laughs> And you know the best. I think the best. uh the best thing that's helped me get through my field and the kind of the the trials and tribulations that I've had as a mechanic. It's just, you know, it's time. Trial and error. Yeah, it's trial and error. It's you'll learn. You'll okay. learn. Right now, it might not be the best. It might you might not <laughs> really. You might actually suck. <laughs> I suck. I still believe I suck as a mechanic, but. If you keep going at it, you keep trying. Sooner or later, you start seeing problems that will repeat themselves, mm-hmm. and you go, "Hey, I remember this from last time. Cool!" And you just keep getting better and better until eventually, bam!
1: Uh, mechanics is fun. Like I could do. I do a little bit of small engine mechanics, which is fun.
0: Oh like yeah, Matthew Howe, you are. You work at a farm supply store. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. Uh, how do you like that? It's good. I'm a manager there and it's a very
1: good experience. And I mean, it's not something I was planning on doing, but started as a part time job in college and worked my way up. It's really good. I mean, we sell fancy and stuff like that and power equipment, and big farm and ranch store, but it's really nice. I mean, it's a good job, good money. So,
0: you need to give me more discounts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? Matthew sadly cannot give me any discounts, but you know. If he could, he would. I wish. Yeah. If he could, he would. Dude, there's. Is there? Is it? Have you learned kind of? Because you get to have a team under you. Yeah. Right. Have you? Have you seen what you like? What What makes a good employee? What What what's something? Because I've ha I I I get my statistics for my listeners, and a lot of my listeners, I think, are people that don't have jobs yet, mm-hmm. that are still about to go into the workforce. <laughs> As as someone that employs people, what would you say are some uh, some not value I guess values yeah. some values or some some things that you look for to hire somebody?
1: So sadly, I mean the interview process. Some people can interview really well, and then they do a terrible job. I've had a few of those. Um, but the biggest me. thing I would say <laughs> that's me <laughs> <laughs> is dependent is dependability. I mean showing up and not calling in sick and being there for work. I mean I. I've missed one day ever since I've worked there. I mean, I've been late a few times, but I've really missed one day because I was sick. And I've worked there for three years, three and a half years, and then another day I had to go home sick because I was just feeling like crap. But it's dependability, and that's one big thing. And then common sense, like we talked about. I mean, mean, that's what it is, common sense and then dependability. Working as a team is a great thing, not as big deals in retail as it is in some areas. But then we still have a team, and you know, we work to get stuff done.
0: But I'm gonna, I'm gonna interject here real quick because I think I need to. I, I, I get it. I get where a lot of people go. You know, don't call them sick. You know, keep, keep going. Be a man. Mm-hmm. Tough it out. But the, the, the more I work, the more I'm starting to think. Hey, take care of yourself first. If you're sick. Stay home, <laughs> just stay home. Yeah. Look, if if uh, I I think your employer would much rather have you stay home and get better, than go to work and manage to get someone else sick.
1: Yeah, there is a. You got something to line. say? Go ahead, go ahead,
0: go see <laughs> what you need sick. No, there's
1: a there's a gray line there. Yes, if you're really sick, there's no reason for you to come in, and possibly get other people sick. But it's like, oh, oh, my back hurts a little bit, but. Or you know, there's being a bitch, and then there's (laughs)
0: getting sick. Okay, there's two there's differences there.
1: And I mean, they're like like we said, yeah. There's there's that gray line where you need to decide. But biggest thing is being dependable. I mean, if we don't have people there, that means I've got to do more. Somebody else has got to do more, and that's just it makes it harder for everybody else when people are sick or call in. And that's one thing that I've hated lately. Is seems like it happens more and more. And sadly, with COVID right now, it's hard to blame somebody. It's like, God, they call in sick unless they have a big, you know, it's consistent. Then we can't really throw a fit at it. You know, it's like, oh, well, it's COVID. Mm. But if they have a pattern, then we can actually be like, hey, you know, you've got this pattern. You need to fix it. Because so like we're we're You ble- keep
0: calling in sick <laughs> Sunday mornings after a long yeah. night of drinking. Yeah, hmm. exactly. So I mean, <laughs> over the
1: patterns is one thing we look at, but other than that, I mean, yeah, I maybe mean, it happens being sick. And then I guess I'm trying to think of the other thing I was thinking
0: about that dependable being on time, uh, yeah. working as a team.
1: Well, I'm putting just a good effort in, really. I mean, if you do the best you can, I mean, I don't expect you to do what I can do, because I mean, I do. <laughs> I'm w- whoa! Much yeah, the best. Whoa! <laughs>
0: Let me just say something here, real quick. All right, you're not gonna be Matthew Howe, <laughs> but you can do okay. <laughs> all right, let's climb off that high horse there. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, being able—I mean, knowing more and being able to do more—but yeah, I mean, I mean again,
0: dude, I guess that's like I said earlier. A lot of a lot of those things come with time. Yeah. It's just—it's just I think a lot of people aren't willing to put in the time
1: with that I'd say another big thing is having a drive. I mean even if this isn't, isn't a career that you're wanting to do I mean you still need to put effort in. I mean I wasn't planning on being in this career for this long but I mean because of competitive market and firefighting and stuff I've stayed in here longer and I've enjoyed it. Especially with my boss I work under. He's done really good boss. Mm-hmm. So but having a drive I mean that's one of the biggest things. Yeah I didn't start caring but well, I did always start caring,
0: but you know, <laughs> 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 didn't start caring. <laughs> 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 you know, it, it's that's with any job, man. It's, it, it starts off as ugh. I yeah. Hate this place. Why am I here? Started off me pot, with, with the workplace place I work with now. Yeah. Uh, every day I, I shoot, dude. I, I have, uh, half the days I go in now, I'm like, I wish this place would just burn on the ground.
1: You always have that thought. (laughs) But then
0: you have the other days, and you're like, wow, I love this place. This place is awesome. The people I work with are cool. My boss is not that bad. You know, it doesn't smell that bad here. I'm inside most of the time. I don't have to deal with the cold or the heat. Mm -hmm. There's water, you know, (laughs) which is some people take for granted. Some people take a lot of things in their workplace for granted. Like, like moving pipe sucks (laughs) moving pipe is awful if you gotta move during the day yeah and you're just out in a field or picking rock man that grows character i don't think enough people have done that in their lives i think more people need to go out there and just see what a farmer does on the daily oh yeah i've said this millions (laughs) of times on this podcast and i will say it to the day i die (laughs) farmers are built different (laughs) if anybody wants to get good work ethic go work on a farm oh yeah shout out mesa for the dairies too. work on a dairy (laughs) but dude that that how did how did how do you think how did you work build your work ethic
1: i don't you know when i was living with my parents which was i mean a while ago but still i mean i'd come home and i'd talk to my dad like you know i have to thank you every day i mean you know that the way you te- taught me to raise up and be and have a good work ethic. I mean, teaching me to have a drive and teaching me a good work, th- work
0: ethic. How 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 were some ways that you think well, that was instilled in you?
1: I would say the biggest thing would be seeing him do stuff. My dad was always busy, always worked. He was always you know trying to do. He was always out work and he was always doing something, fixing something.
0: Led by example.
1: Yeah, you know. I wish when I was younger I went out and Helped him do more Mechanic stuff And more stuff out in the shop But I didn't And I
0: regret that But Dude if you keep trying I think you might One of these days You might be like me Oh yeah You know (laughs) 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 You might be just as good As old Osney Ortiz Over here Maybe Maybe But yeah, dude. I, I think everybody's dads, It's always that's that's your first role model. That's the first guy you go. I want to be like that guy. Oh, yeah. That's me with my dad. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that man is still working as hard as he is. Like that that dude just not slow down.
1: Oh yeah, my dad's gonna be turning fifty three in about two weeks, yeah. and he's still in, well. Was in better condition, not as much now. Well, he's still in pretty good condition <laughs> for how old he
0: is yeah th- you know i think my dad's about to be fifty, fifty four, fifty five, 54 55 yeah. in december and i mean that that man is uh, he's, he's, he's the reason i am who i am today definitely you know it, it's I, I wish i could work half as hard as he does because i can't i've <laughs> i've told him before he i don't dude, he has a garden he he just barely he bought some land not too long ago and he has a garden right and he he planted a bunch of peppers. He, he 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 planted beans. He planted tomatillos. He's like, the ones in the store just aren't as good. You know, <laughs> it's better if I do it. And, dude, his weekends, he spends harvesting his garden now, or he spends it, like, just working on his garden. And, like, I, I wish I could go out and help him, but I'm just like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> that, that. That just doesn't. I wish I, because I, I, if I know if I go out with you, it's gonna make for a cool story when I'm older. Like me and my dad, we grew tomatillos together. We grew, we grew our own peppers together. Yeah. and I can tell it to my son, and I know my son's gonna be exactly like I am if I ever have kids. You know, he's gonna be exactly like me—just a lazy piece of shit, just stays on the couch. And I'm gonna be out there with my garden, and I'd be <laughs> like, "Damn it!" Now I know how my dad feels. How I used to, if he's, oh, hopefully still around. <laughs> hopefully, you know, technology's far enough that he doesn't have to die ever. I don't think he will. I think he's the first human being that will reach 200 years old, because he is. I'm telling you, man, that dude's unstoppable. Just, I've never seen him hurt. <laughs> I've seen him hurt one time. That's it. Like he'll go to work sick as a dog. That mentality of going like, I'm mean, gonna, yeah. I don't care. I'm gonna go to work. You know, it's what I'm supposed to do. That's what he does. I don't get that. If I feel <laughs> sick, my tummy hurts. I'm staying home. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta take care of
1: yourself oh they're great role models I yeah, don't know dude, what you'd, you'd do without them yeah that's my thought I
0: mean, yeah you know, I'm pretty sure I'd be a, a completely different person if I didn't have my father
1: I'll say one thing I miss staying at home is you know I'd come home at night from working and I'd spend two hours talking to him just talking And I mean that's some time that I wish I well I mean luckily I can still have but I wish he was living with me or I was living with him still so I could do that
0: I still live with my parents, you know. <laughs> I'm saving money. I love them. I love, I love spending time with them. And at this point, I just try to piss them off. <laughs> I slap my dad's butt as much as I can. <laughs> we were watching the fights, and my brother just, like, sla- He slapped him hard. He's like, <clears throat> he's, like, angry. <laughs> but, you know. It's as, yeah, yeah, dude. It's if we're we're very we're very. I think we should consider ourselves very grateful to have dads like that in our lives. Cause you know some some people have some people, you know, sad to say, and people don't have that role model mm-hmm. in their life. And if you know if you if you, were, if, you were, if you count yourself lucky enough to have a role model like that in your life, mm-hmm. that's I think that's awesome.
1: Oh yeah, I agree.
0: What about? Do you have any other role models? Any other role models that made you the person that you are now?
1: I don't know. I'd like to say well, with somebody you could say a role model I'm my boss right now, he's a great guy and he's really great to work under He's taught me a lot. I mean, he's a great boss, lets me I mean, lets me put out my ideas and what we do and really helps out I think. I mean it seems to help out our business that we've had. But he's been a really great person to work with, sadly. He'll probably be leaving in a year or so, but that'll be And sad.
0: then it's gonna be all you we'll
1: see <laughs> we'll see
0: and, you know that's the same with me too my boss not my my shop uh foreman no no that no not my shop what the hell is, shop service not my service manager he's also cool but my shop foreman mm-hmm. that dude is like fucking Bugatti. he's the best <laughs> he calls me sweetheart <laughs> 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 you know I want to say it's out of love, but he says it cuz I'm stupid. He, he's always, always like, "All right, sweetheart, come here. I'm gonna show you" or he he would he just always calls me sweetheart and I'm like, "I know like <laughs> that like you that you don't think I'm dumb, but it feels like you think I'm dumb." You know, and he's 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 the re, he's the thing I'm trying to attain. He's he's the top guy. He's the fuck he's the pinnacle of what I think being a mechanic is. And it's just it's it's every day it's just come in i look at him he, he dude, you just work mm-hmm. he had i have a cool story with him when it was like dead of winter it was a snowstorm outside and he's working out there and he mm-hmm. comes in you know he's got he's got fucking snow all over his face and he comes in i'm in the warm mm-hmm. and cozy he's like just look at me right now i want you to know i would never make you do something i wouldn't do oh yeah i was like that's oh, yeah. why you're out there to teach me a lesson bro <laughs> that's awesome
1: well, my boss is 65 and you know we load out a lot of feed for customers and stuff and he'll try and jump in on there and i i yell at him like you're, <laughs> hey you are old you need your to back's stop gonna go dude you, <laughs> you better chill you have earned this rest with your with everything <laughs> your time you know but we got little people to do this you know yeah you get that's why and you have the younger. he frustrates me he's had two surgeries in the last couple of years and he needs to slow down,
0: <laughs> dude. Those older guys guy, don't know how to stop. No, I love they the don't guy, know how yeah, to stop. He's got to slow down. You can tell them that they're not going to listen. They <laughs> no. don't even listen to their doctors, dude. No, it doesn't work. Mm. <laughs> you can like my dad doesn't. My dad doesn't want to go to the doctor. I don't. I don't even know the last time he went to a doctor. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's got to get that finger up his butt sooner or later. <laughs> I think every all, all of our dads have to, but they're like. Mm. Nope. Well, not do you? Go. Well. No. What do you mean, well? <laughs> what are you talking about?
1: That's a different story.
0: <laughs> That's You shouldn't discuss any of that type of stuff on the Daily Time Ticket, sir. What are you talking about? Jesus, man. What do? You, what kind of person do you think I am? <laughs> Liking stuff up my butt. Jeez. These are the type of friends I have, people. Man. It's not cool, man. Not cool, dude. What a way to. What a way what a way for you to close out your episode huh <laughs> accusing me of butt stuff <laughs> You're not wrong <laughs> 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 okay, Alright Matt Thank you for coming on dude I had a great time talking to you uh, It is customary at the end of every single episode For me to give the microphone to the guest And you can talk about You can shout out anything you want You can give some last words of advice You can uh, you can do whatever you want to do on there And uh, you can take as long as you want Ladies and gentlemen Matthew Howe I'll give you the mic sir
1: hmm. I would just say You know
0: Find a passion that you like, and that's biggest
1: thing. I mean, hopefully, sometime I'll get a firefighting job. But if not, I'll continue with the career I have and work my way up and see how it goes. But work hard and go out and do stuff too. Job isn't everything, and need to go out and have fun every once in a while. That's about it. Perfect.
0: All right, I like that. All right, Matt, give me some skin. (laughs) Woo! Love (laughs) you, everybody. you made it to the end and if you made it to the end that means that you're a fan of the podcast thank you for listening A big shout out to a famous famous person that uh fucking let me restart this shit you know what no i'm not gonna restart this baylor gilbert yo my man i've been told you're a fan of this show and i want to shout you out dude Thank you for listening, thank you for being a fan, and you're the reason I do this show, man. You're the reason, because I know you're working right now, and whatever you're doing, you got me in your ear, and guess what? I'm cheering you on, man. I want you to succeed, I want you to do good in life, and the daily time ticket will forever be your family, okay? So, Baylor Gilbert, thank you for listening, man. It means a lot. It really does. And for anybody else that gets this far, thank you for listening. I'm having a great time doing it, and hopefully there's more to come. So without further ado, I leave you to the rest of your day.